Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where Catholic truth is served fresh daily. We've made you a reservation in the luxurious corner booth, so come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzezemski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. Always uh, happy to be joined by Thomas P. Dorian. Thank you. Man, it's so good to have you here, Tom. Hey, uh, do I don't we, care what our guests say. You're a gentleman. Yeah, right. Well, this guest is going to say nice things, I'm sure. Oh, heck yeah. And we have a great guest today. We have Chris Cope, and he's we with do. Cardinal Studios. A lot of people have heard of Cardinal Studios. They're involved in a lot of cool Catholic projects. Absolutely. Uh, so we're going to find out more. Well, Chris, first of all, welcome Thank to you. the luxurious corner booth at the Catholic Cafe. Great to be here. Thank Man, you. It's awesome to have you. So you are with Cardinal Studios. What is Cardinal Studios? Cardinal Studios, it's a media company that uh, we partner with organizations and try to just get incredible, life-changing content out to the world. So That sounds like a pretty easy task. And you, you know, what happens <laughs> next after you've done that? I mean, there's like really... Set your sights pretty low, didn't you? Yeah, we just we're, we're running out of ideas. If you have any, just please let us know. <laughs> no, we're kind of stuck here ourselves. We're like in a rut, you know. Right. Incredible life changing. Those would be great things for us. Maybe we should aspire to that. That could be a show. That's right. It could be a show. Very good. So, you know, Chris, one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on is because you're uh, the Cardinal Studios is involved in this sort of new thing that uh, is out there that a lot of people may or may not have heard of called Rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we thought you might be able to enlighten us and tell us a little bit about what this is uh, and what it's for. Tell us a little bit about just what is Rise. Sure. <clears throat> Rise is, at its heart, a 30-day challenge for men. So the idea is that we wanted to equip men with very practical challenges to put their faith into practice every day. So, you know, there's a lot of great catechesis out there. There's a lot of great theology. Um, but there's not that much to help men when they walk in the door and the house is messy and their wife, you know, has had a long day too. How do we, how do we just live the fullness of our vocations with joy? And that's the key. We're, we're trying to help men um, find joy in the everyday um, through putting habits into their life that will, um, you know, they assimilate, assimilate these in their lives and they, they see incredible change in a very short amount of time. You know, let me, so let me back up a little bit. Why, why men and why, why do you see that as a particularly uh, fertile ground for, yeah. for ministry? Yeah, because men, um, just in my own struggles as a father and a husband, I have four kids, 13 down to three, and it's hard. It's really hard. You're under a lot of pressure as a man. You're under the pressure to provide um, for your family. You're under the if you're you're trying to be a spiritual leader. You're you know all of your sins and messiness are played out in front of you with your kids every day. Um, so you know I realized a long time ago men need inspiration and they need hope and men are lonely and um, you know so if we if we could put together something that uh, inspires men, helps them to get connected to other men. That's one of the key components of Rise is that you can't go through life alone. Um, you know, this this idea of this stoicism or, you know, no, it's, it's cool. I got it. I'm good. I'm good. Hmm. You're not good. I mean, none of us are good. We're all broken. We're all messy. Um, and we're all facing real, real struggles, uh, earthly struggles. But the spiritual battle is raging against men. Uh, men don't know who they are. They don't know where they came from. They don't, I mean, so there's a lot of escapism. There's a lot of, okay, let me, let me get through this. Let me get the kids to bed. Okay. So I can have my time or let me, 
goodness, if I could just get out on Saturday to play golf or, you know, whatever it is, it's, um, it's this idea that, man, finally, once they're out of, out of, out of the house, I'll have my wife back and we'll, we'll have fun. We'll, we'll be able to travel. But that's not where we find joy. We find joy in becoming a supreme gift of self for another. And so it's this idea that you and your wife, 100% on either side, are giving it your all. Um, and really just all in on this idea of what it means to be a man and a, and a father. And, and that's, you know, the idea of Rise was born um, and spoke to Christophanic and Bill Donahue, two guys I've worked with for many years on different projects and have incredible amount of respect for and these are the guys that have the backgrounds in theology and um, in the practical application of this stuff, and and you know they crafted this incredible thirty day challenge. You know that's that's you you have to to unpack what you just said. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was some like <clears throat> seriously heavyweight stuff going on there because you mentioned things like you know men being sort of stoic, and there's this ancient idea that men are we're always in control. We're not really bothered by things. We're not being we're not threatened by anything. I've got this. I'm I, I'm under control, and it's like. And then all the the failure that's all around us, and as men, we're failing to lead, we're failing to protect, we're we're failing to do the things we're called to be and to do. And when you say things like to realize the full potential and to understand who you are, and then like this total self gift business, that's a hard sell. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you, this is a culture that does not agree with Chris Cope at right. all. Yeah. Right. So did did you just say like, hey? Let's have a like really a probably an unwinnable challenge. Yeah. Let's just go out and do that. I mean, what what is it that causes you to like to fly in the face of culture in in such a way? Because that's that's pretty daunting. Yeah, I think it's. I'll go back to my own life because that's what I've lived. It's it's this God has sort of graded or you know just chiseled down this selfish, prideful guy, and he's still doing it every day. And it's and I've I know that in my own life when I'm fully present to my wife and kids and fully living for them, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, that's where you find joy. It's the, it's in the bathroom with your daughter throwing up at 3am <laughs> that you truly are like, I'm telling you, those are the times where I'm brought to tears and I'm like, okay, like th- she doesn't have another daddy that can do this for her right now. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of that. And so, um, you know, this idea of theology of the body, it was key to this whole thing. It, it just gives you a language and a lens through which to look at life and the world. And, and you know, Bill um, and Chris, when they crafted this structure, it's actually based on the Theology of the Body Institute's uh, clergy training seminar. It's your right. sons, brothers, spouses, and fathers. And so when you understand your own dignity as a son of God, um, and then obviously the dignity of other human beings as well in the filial relationship— um, then you know how to engage them first as sister, my sister, my bride. And that was one of the things that changed my life with my wife. We went through an incredible experience um, five years into our marriage where she had five brain surgeries between our second oh, and, our, and our third uh, child. And it was this long time of, of uh, you know, scariness and abstinence wow. and, and, you know, just vulnerability and... Um, we read Heaven's Song together, which is a book by Christopher West. And it just what hit me the most was she's my sister first and then my bride. And there was so much healing on both sides. Wow, that is beautiful. Um, of, of her and myself. And we came back together and, and just, it's like we had another honeymoon. And so um, this idea, you understand what it means to be a son of God. You understand what it means to be a brother to humanity. 
And then you start to understand, you know, the spousal imagery of God, this, this, this beautiful spousal imagery that the church has proclaimed for thousands of years, and how I interact with my wife um, as a husband and then as a father. I mean, where, this is where the rubber meets the road for all of us. It's uh, how am I treating the people in my house? Uh, on a daily basis, so that's and that's so beautiful because I mean the unanswered questions, right? Who who am I? What is my purpose? So often we just we don't want to know the answer. We don't search for the answer. But it seems like that's really what's going on here is finding out who God is calling you to be mm-hmm. and how to be that to the best of your ability, right? To be the the the, the 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 man fully alive. To be the man that does all the things that a man is supposed to do. Right. Right. That's yeah. hard. Yeah. It's in, you know, Rise just scra- barely scratches the surface, right? It's 30 days. It's a, for many guys, it's a, it's a first orientation in what it means to be human. I mean, what does it mean to be a son of God and how do I live from that place of being a son? Um, but for others, we, we have priests who are, have been in ministry for 30, 40 years that have done Rise and said, I've never been so rocked. Wow. Because they're they're saying you know I've been preaching this stuff, but to think that I have a father who's a, who's delighted in me as his son and takes pleasure in the fact that I just simply exist, not what I do for him in ministry on a daily basis, um, it's changing their lives as well. So it's we're really seeing a lot of guys come in into rise from all different you know states in life and and careers and, and faith levels and and seeing some pretty incredible things. We're just, we, we sort of, we feel like we, we put it out there and we're just watching God do his thing, you know, that we can't do. And hopefully it's drawing them into communion with other men. It's the goal uh, to, to form true Christian brotherhood around a common battle of being a better man, husband, father, uh, son, spouse, brother. But then, um, you know, and get them back into the sacramental life of the church, get them back into confession and understand the graces, get them back into the Eucharist. Just key. I know you know that, uh, I mean, certainly God does all this, right? And, and you're giving all the credit and glory to him. I understand that. But God does such an awesome job of utilizing charisms and gifts in, in a variety of people. And so the fact that you're involved in this in this project and, and that this is so near and dear to you, it's interesting to me uh, as I'm listening to you. And I know that some of our listeners are probably going like, you know, that, that Chris has got it all together. He, no, you're sitting there shaking your head. No, no, don't go there. Let's avoid this topic. No, I'm kidding. But it's like a lot of people think that. And, and I even might think like, well, like, did they give you like little Christopher West storybooks when you were a baby? And was your mom singing Theology of the Body, you know, uh, lullabies to get you to sleep? And have you always been this way? Was there like a point of conversion in your life that led to some of this? Oh, my goodness. This desire? Okay. Is that, yeah. is that a long? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it, the, the short version is... I wasn't. I, I was baptized when I was uh, almost twenty. So okay. mm. I, um, you know, had a wonderful, great upbringing. Was a kind of com- country club life, you know, and, and thought I had it all together. Very cocky golfer through high school, college, um, and uh, was ranked twenty something in the world in golf. And it just thought that was my identity. That's who I was. And as that. You know, um, God literally zapped me through a few different um, crazy circumstances that are unexplainable and that are supernatural, where it scared me straight, really. And I ran to the library on campus and went to the religion section and and said, I got to get right with God because, you know, I'm going to hell. Like, this is crazy. And grabbed the first big red book that I saw Mm. and was called The City of God. And I said, okay, this has got to be about religion. 
and checked it out. And, and you're discerning uh, how you took a long time to figure that out. You very good. So yeah. So long story short, I, I read the City of God, barely understood any of it, but it just set me off on a path of, of searching and um, converted to Catholicism through uh, several relationships I had. You know, about a year later and. And the rest is history. I was at Ascension Press at a blessed time there for 12 and a half years. And, and, um, but no, I mean, it's one thing, the, the tone of Rise or the, or the way um, we try to present this stuff is like, look, we're all broken. You're not alone. We're all in so many ways working on our own messiness every single day. That's beautiful. We're talking to Chris Cope of Cardinal Studios. We're talking about this program, Rise, but also a little bit about men's ministry and what's important about men and, and, and helping uh, men along on this journey and walking really together, all together with them is so powerful. We're going to talk more uh, to Chris about all this stuff in, uh, in just a moment. Before we uh, take a break, I want to remind folks at home we've got a great website, thecatholiccafe.com. Also, I'd love to, to hear from you. Send me an email, deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. And with that, we'll be right back. I'm Bess Drzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. The heresy of iconoclasm came to the forefront in the early 8th century and lasted well into the 9th century. The iconoclast, whose name means image breakers, rejected the use of images of God or humans, but especially those of Christ, Mary, the saints, and holy events. These images had become commonplace in churches and homes throughout the universal church over the centuries, with paintings, drawings, sculptures, and other images dating to the earliest days of the Christian church. The iconoclast felt that to venerate these images was tantamount to idolatry, and their influence was causing a rift within the church. A council was called in the late 8th century, which addressed the issues of icons and sacred images in particular, but in a more general sense, the very nature of the worship of God. The Second Council of Nicaea in 787 AD was the seventh ecumenical council of the church and spoke with the full weight of the magisterium, the teaching authority of the Roman Catholic Church. There was much discussion and prayer by the bishops attending the universal gathering. They took into account not only the promptings of the Holy Spirit, but also the works of many great Catholic theologians of the day. The writings of St. John of Damascus are said to have had a profound influence on the Council Fathers. About the subject of sacred art, he said, If a pagan asks you to show him your faith, take him into a church and place him before the icons. The Second Council of Nicaea dogmatically decreed that churches' inspired tradition of the veneration of sacred images be upheld. The council proclaimed, We define that the holy icons, whether in color, mosaic, or some other material, should be exhibited in the holy churches of God, on the sacred vessels and liturgical vestments, on the walls, furnishings, and in the houses along the roads, namely the icons of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, that of Our Lady Theotokos, those of the venerated angels, and those of all the saintly people. Whenever these representations are contemplated, they will cause those who look at them to commemorate and love their prototype. Still today, the Catholic Church continues the centuries-old tradition of the use and benefit of sacred images of all kinds. 
the dogmatic decrees of the Second Council of Nicaea and many subsequent ecumenical councils to follow on the proper veneration of these images served as a spiritual anchor of inspiration to sacred tradition and the divine revelation of God. I'm Bess Trzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And we're back at the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. I'm still Deacon Jeff. Tom Doring is still here. He hadn't left yes, yet. Sir. Well, you kind of sandwished into the corner booth and just, you can't get out. Just hanging on every word you guys had. I, I know. I know. You're here just as, a, as moral support. Window dressing. And we're talking to Chris Cope <laughs> of Cardinal Studios and we're talking about Rise and the importance of uh, uh, what Rise is, men's ministry, what's going on there. Um, and, you know, I think, um, wow, I mean, I think you have every reason to want to do this. To And, and I sound, I'm listening to you going like, man, I want to know more about how does this thing play out? I mean, what, how, is, how is Rise laid out? You said it's a 30-day program, and is it something you do by yourself? I mean, do you get some set of DVDs and all of a sudden you're in? I mean, what, what, what does this thing sure. look like? Yeah. So we wanted, uh, when we created Rise, we wanted to go to the men. And we knew that men are busier than they've ever been before. And so we created an online 30-day journey that's delivered to you every day. It's roughly three to five minutes. And so it's, it's super practical and it's super easy to, to do. Um, yeah, see, people are going to hate that. It's like, <laughs> darn it, I hope it was like three hours right. so I could say, oh, I don't have time for that. Three <laughs> exactly. to five minutes. Yeah, so there's you know, this 30 days of content. It's a video uh, by Chris Stefanik. We also tell four men's stories that personify the themes of each week. Okay. Sons, brothers, spouses, and fathers. And these stories are they're gut-wrenching and beautiful, mm-hmm. and um, it really puts a lot of, of meat on the bones of what we're talking about. So, so you look at the, you, you see this video mm-hmm. that comes every day, a different, yeah. some new content every day. Yeah, you get the video, and then underneath it, you're given a challenge based on your state in life. So um, if you're single, your challenge may be different than if you're married with little kids at home, than if you're divorced, okay. separated, or widowed, um, or you know, married with kids who have moved out of the house. So some of the challenges are, are universal for all, especially in the first week. It's much more introspective of a week, um, asking questions about you know, what are things I'm dealing with, how do I view God to me, what masks am I wearing, that kind of stuff. But as we go on, it gets more and more like rubber meets the road practical, I'd say. And um, it's a, it's... The idea is you have one thing, literally, running around in your head that day, and and it's whatever theme it is. You've got one challenge, and and you can complete it that day. And so it's super practical. That is that is awesome. And so when uh, a man is interested in doing this, and what are the I mean, how do you how do you get info on it? How yeah. do you where do you find it? Yeah, there's a, the website's menriseup.org. Okay. Yeah, menriseup.org, and you simply go on, and we have start dates for this 30-day challenge that are going throughout the year. So we've had a few of those already. Um, we launched on January 15th of, of 2018, and so roughly about every month there's another start date, and we've, we've got thousands and thousands of guys right now who are on day you know, 24 or 15 or where, wherever they came into the program, um, and they're all journeying together through this common mission. And the thing that has surprised us the most we knew we knew there would be some comments, but in four weeks we had fifty four hundred comments. Wow! Oh, um, so the engagement has been unbelievable because what's happening? These men are 
they're, they're sharing not only their response to the video, but how the challenge went that day. And then they're supporting each other in their, you know, I'll give an example. One of the, the challenges actually yesterday was um, for some of the men was to write a letter to your father and, and really, you know, think through whether you had a good earthly father or a horrible earthly father or somewhere in between. None of us had a perfect earthly father, right? So there's things you're going to have to forgive him for and there's things that have molded you in a certain way. So write that letter to him. Um, you know, we had hundreds and hundreds of comments and, and guys, guys everywhere from, I had a fabulous father to my father never told me he loved me, walked out on us at, you know, age three or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, the guys coming in, supporting each other, praying for each other, the, just the, the digital community and, and the communion that they're sharing with each other has been unbelievable. And of course it shouldn't stop there and we don't want it to stop there. And we give these guys tools for how do you get a band of brothers together? How do you get involved in parish life? How do you start a men's group? Because the idea is obviously to get them journeying with other guys throughout their life who are actually going to have their backs and support them and get them into the parish and sacramental life of the church. But well, you said at the beginning that this was something that would, uh, that, that you're not alone. Yeah. And so you actually do have some experiences of community, even in that, in that sort of digital yeah. Uh, universe and how powerful that is because you know Tom and I we've 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 been together for twenty years doing a Curcio reunion group mm-hmm. and that like really I mean I love Curcio but really the three day weekend was not nearly as important as that fourth day that right. every single day the rest of my life being with a bunch of guys and holding each other accountable holding each other up uh, praying for each other supporting each other we're best of friends because of that experience so. Do you build those kind of relationships? Is that the ideal? Yeah, behind yeah, rise? it's it's the idea is that you have this common mission, and the common mission that you're sharing together is to just become the man God wants you to be, right? Mm. So, so we ask every man to journey through rise with another brother for at least one other guy, and we have a brotherhood guy that we give free to the guys, and it's it's real simple. It's you know you're you're going to pray for your brother, you're going to be there and support him in appropriate ways if he needs right. help, you help him get help. Um, but you're going to have a, t- a daily touch base for three to five minutes. You know, how are you doing? We don't ask each other how we're doing and really expect an answer. It's like, no, how are you doing? And then how was your challenge today? And then how, you know, what touched you from the video or what, you know, what stood out? What do you struggle with? What do you disagree with? And the, the feedback we're hearing from that, just the fact that, wow, I'm so looking forward to that call tonight at 9 o'clock. We've heard that, that is so, so many cool. times. That is so Because I know, like, cool. when you tell people stuff like that, I mean, do you ease into this? Because, like, I know a lot of guys are, like, going, like, do we hug on the first experience? Because I just, I'm not going to do that, right? I'm just not going to do right. it. And that's, sometimes guys aren't ready for any kind of intimacy, especially with another guy. Yeah. Like, and, and you know what I mean by I, that, that relationship that's unique mm-hmm. and um, and just, like, you know, it's and guys aren't always ready for that. Yeah. So do we ease into that kind of thing? Yeah. And what happens is, you know, the the four steps to having that phone call really are okay. What was your challenge today? You know, how did yeah. your day go? And and what did you like? And what did you struggle with? You know. So yeah, there's a natural you know easing into it. I think that that happens. And by the, by the second week, these guys are they're opening up. And uh, because men, you know, I think we bottle stuff up so much. And and. One of the things that helped me in my life personally is just this whole Ignatian principle of 
get it into the light, you know, get into the light with your spiritual director, with your wife. And, and, and then all of a sudden you don't, you're, you don't sound crazy anymore because other people are going through it. You have thoughts that, you know, you're seeing, they have the same thoughts. You, you have these addictions, you see, they have the same addictions. And so I think the devil loses power when we get things into the mm-hmm. light. And that's, that's part of this, the foundation of rise is like, look, get, get at least one guy. Now there's guys who are, who've been feeding themselves for 40 years and gone to all the, the studies and the conferences and they're, they're ready to, and willing to go. But um, there's very little barrier. We're talking to entry. about Mike Bishop here. Right? <laughs> he's our he's our buddy. I'm just calling his name out. He's 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 already he's re- he's in, he's like connected to everybody and the Holy Spirit. It's awesome. So yeah, so you you know you, the devil hates that. Mm-hmm. He's got to hate that because we all know the cockroaches scatter when you turn the light on. You know, that's right. Uh, and it's like it's that that's so powerful. I, what have you had? You gotten a lot of feedback and he. Like experience you want to tell me about that's like really just something yeah. powerful. Yeah, there's there's so many that are every day, literally every day we've been in tears reading these guys' comments because not not only are they posting comments, we're we're getting emails all the time. We're getting phone calls from from women saying it's a miracle. My husband, you know, what happened? What is rise? Because he's he's doing it. He's now come to mass. He's praying the rosary. Um, wow. I got an email the other day from uh, a guy who said, you know, we're three days into this thing. One guy went to confession for the first time in 23 years. Another guy went for the first time in 13 years. And another woman, uh, the guy who sent me the email, said a woman came up to him and said, I don't know what happened to my husband, but I- I've never seen a change like this in 40 some years. It's it just unbelievable. So we're seeing things. And, you know, sometimes I'm not an expert in theology. I don't have the degrees, but... I, I've been in this world for a long time, and I see that it can get it, it gets complicated. There's a very formulaic or programmatic approach to evangelization sometimes, but sometimes it's just the person that God put right next to you just need to smile at them and, and love them, and that's what we're seeing. We have guys, simple thing. I made my wife breakfast for the first time in 40 years. You know, like man, that woman's life. It was different this morning because of Rise and because Did you ask guy. him like, was it good? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's little things like that where you know we're just seeing it's 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 not you know mountains aren't moving, but you know children are having they're having conversation they're having three minute conversations with their daughter for the first time in five years where they've actually made eye contact and noticed that she has a few more freckles and asked her really what happened at school today and it's changing lives. It's incredible. You so, know, it sounds like you're. I mean, literally. That God is moving mountains here, and it's not so complicated as we might think it might be. Right. Yeah. It's this is, I think, the gift of of Christophanic and Bill Donahue and Marcel Lejeune too, who is the content editor. Um, you know, it's it's how do we really just again go home and love our family, and what do we need? It, we, it just seems like guys needed that just little reminder that hey, you you can do it. It's not that complicated. You don't need a degree. You just need to, to love and, and give and, and uh, be a gift. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, I mean, it's just very humbling to be a part of this and, and see what God is doing. That is so beautiful. Chris Cope of Cardinal Studios. Uh, what is the website again? What are we going to send them? MenRiseUp.org. MenRiseUp.org. Well, that's fantastic. Chris, thanks for coming and spending time with us. And one of the neat things for a lot of guys to know is that we all have a mother. The, the church has a mother. And so let's ask that mother, Mary, for her intercession. Mm-hmm. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God pray, pray for us sinners, sinners now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff 
at thecatholiccafe.com. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association and is broadcast with ecclesial permission from the Most Reverend Martin D. Holly, Bishop of Memphis in Tennessee. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe, serving up salvation one cup of coffee at a time.